Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. You really like the song. You aren't, you can't stop moving. Feel like saying sweat, baby, sweat. That's the only lyrics I know. <laughs> because that's what the Black Caps were doing the other day. All right, good in week, Cairns. bad week. Grant Elliott? Well, it was humid in Cairns, wasn't it? Mm. Really humid and hot. There was an apt song for that, but that was a bad week. Bad week, bad night, bad week for us commentating it, and you so aptly called it the Black Caps Horror Show. That's what it was. I was looking forward to uh, the Trans-Tasman commentary team where we came up against head-to-head. I actually felt, and you knew that, I felt really competitive going into this game. <laughs> I really, there's something about taking on the Australians yeah. that just makes you angry. Well, we have made consecutive World Cup finals uh, since the last World Cup. Oh. Zealand had won 15 games of 17. Okay, the opposition, you can, uh, you know... Argued not the strongest, but you can only beat who are in front of you. 15 wins and two, I don't care who you're playing against, is very solid. Uh, won nine at home, six on the road, had only lost two away. Of course, one of the uh, losses was to Australia in Sydney in 2020 in the aborted uh, Chapel Hadley series uh, as the world came crashing down due to COVID, of course. Um, but optimism had to be high. Yeah, well, we went into the series as world-ranking number one ODI team. Australia sixth, I think. And the last time we, we thought, oh, we've got a real chance to roll Australia was in the Boxing Day Test match. And similar thing happened. So bad week for the Black Caps because there was so much promise. We've had Australia 44 for five and 52 for five in both games and failed to finish the game. So you'll look back and go, oh, we were so close, but we just don't get over the line against Australia. But in these two games, and I think it's maybe more uh, frustrating for um, New Zealand cricket fans, and love to get your reaction on double eight, double three, uh, send your text messages too. You're well within the contest. You're batting first in game number one. You're 179 for three after 41 overs. Mm. You're thinking 260, 270. Um, They go... 53 for 6 over the last 9 overs. Uh, it sort of limped their way to 232 for 9. You think maybe just below par. So, so that's a little bit galling. Didn't finish well. Uh, and then even more frustrating, you have Australia 5 for 44. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I think I'm on Australian radio again. 44 for 5 um, after 12 overs. And you think the game's, the, game's, the game's won. You think the game's won if you're a New Zealand fan. Should be done and dusted. And I kept saying it when we were commentating. I said... When the Australians' backs are against the wall, they play well, but, and someone produces something brilliant. Um, but in the, the last game, 117 for eight from memory, and then suddenly a lower-order rear-guard action of 78 runs off 81 with the two partnerships. Yeah, 9, 10, 11, got 78 oh, runs. And that just, 
it broke our hearts, didn't it? Because they should have been bowled out for under 130. Um, and suddenly Stark scores runs and Hazelwood looked like Garfield Sobers. <laughs> that shot over extra cover his first international six. It was extraordinary. <laughs> yeah, even Zampa, who I thought, well, he can't hold a bat. He, he got a couple of runs. So a disappointing from the Black Caps perspective. But, and, and, I, and I know it was tricky. I know it was tricky. It was they're, a tough They're not pitch. the greatest surfaces, but 195 for nine Australia. 196, you've got to get that. Mm. It was a tough pitch to score freely on, but it wasn't a tough pitch to stay in on. Um, and I think that that was the real issue with the, the Black Caps is they dug in so much that they thought in the previous game when uh, Green joined Kerry, it dewed up. And when it dews up on a pitch, for those listeners that go, oh, well, what does dew have to do with anything? It obviously starts skidding on as opposed to stopping. When a delivery is bold and it's stopping and it's a bit dry early on in the game, that's tougher because you're not working with a lot of pace. So the dew so you're going to hit through the line a bit better. Yeah, the dew quickens it up. You can hit the ball slides down the, the bat. And also the bowlers, the ball gets a bit wet, so th- there's not much movement through the air off the deck. But what we saw the other night is Kane Williamson and Devin Conway, which is kind of battling through this period to try and get through to the, the good time. Which After Guptill got out in the first over, yep. Yeah, which is when it dewed up, and it just never dewed up. It just looked like it got tougher and See, tougher I, for them. I, I'm not sure if that's the case or we just never found out because no one was set yeah. and feeling good about themselves. When it dewed up, two Australians got in, then got going. Yeah, but you'd say that... We never got, we never got anyone in. Well, Kane Williamson... Kane and, Williamson sort of dropped anchor. And Devin Conway, they were in. They faced enough balls. I think when you get past 25 balls, you'd say, as an international cricketer, you're in. You should know what the surface is like. You'll get to a feel for the surface in your first 10 balls. And they always say your first 20 balls are the most important. The reason being is because you adapt to the conditions and you also you, you get your own your feet moving and in that mental state. And I think the mental state is the big one we spoke about after the game. We said, let's get a cricket specialist on the show. And we're like, we both, no, no, no. Let's get someone who can actually be more of a head doctor. Let's find out what's going on because there's clearly a mental block. Has to be, right? Against Australia. Well, I feel like there does have to be because we're a much better team than that. But what, what so, we showed wasn't the, the team that we know. No, nowhere near the talent they do pose. And, you know, 82 off 33 overs, New Zealand bowled out for. 146 dot balls. Mm. Equivalent of 24 overs of dot balls. Um, there is, as I think Darren Berry's going to join us in about an hour's time to get the Australian perspective of what they saw. There is, um, you know, digging in and then there's digging a hole. Yeah. And he found New Zealand had dug themselves a hole. Like the, the, our last win, of course, you were on that side in Australia a number of years ago. Uh, it was two all that series. So you guys found a recipe to, to put the, the aura of Australia to one side. What was it? What was it? We, we won the first game um, in Perth. Then we went to Sydney. We lost the second one. Um, then we went to Adelaide. No, then we went to the MCG, won that one. We were 2-1 up, then went to Adelaide, 2-all, then went to Brisbane for the final game of the series. Guptill was smoking Mitchell Johnson all over the place. We were easily ahead on Duckworth Lewis, everything. Six down. And the rain came down. Yeah, then the rain saved Australia. Yeah, and the rain came down. Uh, So that would have been a win, but um, yeah, we drew that series. I think the secret to success there was with Australia, you have to sustain long periods of pressure. And if you can go head-to-head with them for a long period, then suddenly they might fall away and and miss out on that that match-winning moment. 
But so many times in games against Australia where you think their back's against the wall, oh, we're ahead, there's a run out, like a Michael Clark bullet throw from point or just a brilliant catch or an amazing spell from someone. You know, at Faulkner in the World Cup final, we were 150 for three. Taylor and me were in, and we go... 35 overs. And the message came out, and I said, I think we've got 260 here. That's what we should aim for. And then suddenly Faulkner came on and got four for... I was a slower ball that next and, and somehow carries to Haddon, and, yeah. and then there's duck and duck, and Australia have the game yeah, so with that, a 15, 20-minute burst, don't they? Yeah, and they play well in those sustained periods of pressure. And that's the key. Yeah, so they were under pressure. They find a way back. Kepler Vessel said to me when I was young, and I played with him, uh, showing my age a little bit, he said, the team that breaks first under pressure is the team that loses the game. And I think that that's true when you're playing Australia. So New Zealand has got weighted down in that run chase. Just squished, pressure on their shoulders, pushing them down and down and down, and couldn't embrace their inner Australian break out of it. And then, then you lose two wickets the new batters come in, and they're under even more pressure. You think when Conway gets out and Williamson gets out, and then suddenly you're behind on the run rate, you're in a tough pitch, middle-order players, probably less experienced, um, and, yeah, there's just too much pressure. And it's the ability to cope with pressure and how you counter that pressure. I think I spoke to you about it. I said the disappointing thing about the batsmen is that they weren't proactive at the crease. And what I mean by that is using depth of crease, so like going back in the box or coming out at the bowler, trying to get them off that length that was difficult to score. Like Abbott being able to bowl 28 consecutive dot balls or whatever it was. Well, Brendan McCullum. most all time. Let's talk about the most aggressive player we've had, Brendan McCullum. What would he have done? He, he would have, have come down the wicket. He would have charged at Abbott after a few balls. Taken him off that length and then Abbott would have started bowling slower balls and he wouldn't have allowed him to settle into that rhythm of bowling that length. It was like a test match length he was able to get. Yeah. And so 28 dot balls. It was a brilliant effort by Abbott, for sure. Um, lastly, I described it as embarrassing. Um, I, it's a dead rubber, but I still desperately want them to win the game. I want them to roll out their best side. I don't want sort of any experimenting. It's probably maybe not the smartest idea if you're looking ahead to a World Cup. Uh, what do you want to see? The strongest possible 11? Oh, absolutely. Right? Because you're playing for the Cricket World Cup Super League, so every game has points on it. Yeah. yeah the Australian commentators said, oh, well, it's a, a dead rubber. Oh, it is in terms of the series, but no game. It's like World Test Championship now. Every game has context to it, so it's an important game. We can't just roll over. It'll be interesting to see if Bolt plays, obviously given Please. his situation. Please. Mumbai Indians allow him to play. <laughs> yeah, please, because he's been so impressive. Sensational. Eight wickets. Bolton, I feel Henry as well. I mean, our bowlers have actually done the job, just at, not at the death. They've done the... Yeah, three quarters of the job, and that I guess highlights my point with Australia: is you can't play three quarters of a game. You have to play the whole game. You have to go head to head with them, bowling, batting, and fielding. All right, uh, we will have full coverage right here on SCNZ tomorrow of that one. Grant and I will be involved. Our coverage starts from four o'clock. Stay with us, though. We will take a break, and in association with uh, Somerset.